Peace, 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 everybody. We're back again. Welcome to the Vital Hoops Podcast. My name is Fernando Cardenas, aka International XB, and I'm your host. This is episode 16. Our very special guest today is hip hop royalty. You know what I mean? When we talk about hip hop, when we talk about MCing, we gotta count on this brother. He dropped his debut album in 2001 with Brick Records. It was entitled Along Came the Chosen. He's from Lawrence, Massachusetts. Um, He has since then dropped uh, 14 albums, 11 singles, and one compilation. His latest album is entitled Things. Things is an acronym for The Hunger Inside Never Gets Satisfied. Um, This brother has collaborated with many of the greatest you know what I mean? From DJ Premier, Static Selector, Hype Tech, um, Styles P, Sean Price, Master Ace, and that's just to name a few. He's also a small business owner with Universal Lotus and Wins Local, but we're going to get into all that a little later. Um, I linked up with this brother, of course, through, you know, the hip hop culture, but also the plant based lifestyle, uh, the meditation, the yoga. Um, everything that embodies um, what what our culture is about, you know what I mean? He's also a lover of the game of basketball and a big Boston Celtics fan. It's truly an honor to have him on the show. Um, Corey Christie, a.k.a. Rex. Peace, peace, my brother. Welcome to the Vital Hoops podcast. Man, it's an honor to have you, man. How you doing? Peace, King. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being uh, included. <laughs> no, no doubt, man. It's it's an honor, man. This this is what you know. When I started this podcast, you know, I thought of you know brothers, brothers and sisters like yourself, man. You know, what I mean, who are, you know, about the culture, you know, about the people, and who who want to build something positive, you know, for ourselves and for our seeds, you know. So, uh, yeah. so it's dope yeah. to have you for real. I'm thankful. I'm thankful, and it's incredible that you have a platform like this. So much needed. Uh, it brings life and energy to you know the Appreciate environments that, that that we we uh, find ourselves in. You know, sometimes, sometimes our voices are a bit silenced a bit. So that's right. That's right, man. I appreciate you, man. So listen, let, let's get to it, man. Um, you're from Lawrence, Massachusetts, man. Tell me a little bit about, you know, we're we gonna get into 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 hip hop in a minute, obviously, but tell me a little bit about, you know, how, how was it like a little bit about, you know, how was it like growing up over there? And uh how wh- when was your first encounter with, with basketball, man? The game of basketball. So um uh yeah, Lawrence, Massachusetts is a um it used to be a super small community, but um it's always been kind of on uh on, on the main major scale, even at being a small community uh, globally, because it, it it has its origins in like the textile mills and uh, okay. industrial revolution in the United States. So uh, small cities and towns like Lawrence, Lowell, and the surrounding communities uh, were vital to like uh, that period go, uh, from the, the late 1800s going into the early 1900s. Mm. as far as um, building industry in, in the United States. And so uh, I say that because uh, obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm into knowing about um, uh, environments all over, but um, I say mm. that to intro how my family kind of ended up in Lawrence, right. coming from 
you know, go thousands of years ago where we all come from. But like, you know, uh, uh, my family being part of the diaspora and ending up in uh, South Carolina and Georgia, Virginia mm-hmm. area in the South, uh, a lot of uh, Black families migrated north and uh, my grandparents decided to uh, come up to us to this small community to start a family. And, um, you know, my mom grew up, my mom, for the most part, grew up in Lawrence as well. She, um, she, she got to Lawrence in about eighth grade. And then I ended up being born. She was 16 when she had me and um, my father wasn't around so much. So that's, that's kind of like the, the bedrock of like my childhood, like my childhood coming up, uh, a 16 year old mother, uh, a father who was like pretty much absent. And, you know, so it's very similar to a lot of a lot of cats coming up in the communities. I came the community I came up in. Unfortunately. Uh, Lawrence, yeah. 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 Lawrence is Lawrence is is a lot of that. And um, uh, a lot, not only uh, individuals coming from uh, the south, like um, Virginia, South Carolina, uh, mostly Virginia, South Carolina and Georgia is where people would come up and end up in these areas. If they it was if it was uh, black families, then we had. um a lot of individuals coming from the Caribbean, mostly Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic, uh, who ended up in Lawrence as well. So Lawrence is a, a, a predominantly, um, you know, Puerto Rican Dominican uh, community. Okay. And then, um, and then you have an influx of indiv- a lot of Lebanese and different individuals like that. So I grew up in this kind of uh, this kind of uh, environment mm-hmm. uh, around individuals who who came up hard, and so like a lot of my music. Um, I, I usually get to the conversation of music later, so I'm glad that, I'm glad that you said it that way. Mm. Um, the music did the music didn't really um, have have the ability to take any road but the road of like you know the struggle and, and, and social commentary, right. and economics and politics because that's what we was living with. Mm. You know, man, that's interesting, man. That's it's interesting you say that. Um, talk to me a little bit about you know. I know you. I know you're a Boston Celtics fan. Yeah, I know y'all. Y'all are real close to to Boston, right? So, how did that? How did you start? You know, did you play ball and as a youth, and how did you? Yeah, know, yeah. So I, I I missed that part. I, so you like, um, for the basketball, um, basketball came into my life. You know, in the schoolyards, we played ball a lot. I did come up playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was uh, I played ball. I played ball and I ran track. Okay. But ball ball's been a part of my life from very young. Uh, it was always in my household. But when we were young, I wasn't even a Boston Celtics fan when I started off. I, I was a Detroit Pistons fan. Okay. And, and this was because um, when I started liking basketball, I still remember it. It was uh, Isaiah Thomas um, oh, against the bad boys. Magic Johnson. Isaiah Thomas against Magic Johnson. You know, like um, uh, the 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 twisted ankle like kind of game like that that was the whole vibration of like my start my family they they really forbid like us loving the Celtics in the oh, household yeah? because yeah because you know Boston has this you know this history of racism and yeah. and hatred toward people like us and and so uh there was there was no love loss or any kind of feeling like mm. uh in our home like for the Celtics, my, right. my my aunties, they were my aunties and uncles would be in in the house, and they were all rooting for Magic Johnson and the Lakers. They yeah. loved the Lakers, and so for me, I was just I, I would watch these games, and I would see this little dude 
like just just demolishing people. You okay. know, Isaiah Thomas, and I was like, he he was like he was the 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 definition of like hard working coming from a neighbor coming from the same kind of communities as us. Yeah. You know, not to say anything about anybody else, but like Isaiah Thomas just fit this kind of prototype of what I saw in an individual. Word. I guess all all is kind of like you know got to the got to the victories. You know, so yeah, do with heart. Yeah, do with heart. Yeah, yeah. Like no matter what, you know, he 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 kind of put. He was a leader and he took charge and, and so like you know. Um, For sure. He was he was the mainstay for me, mm. and it wasn't until it wasn't until um, you know moving to Boston and really getting engulfed in the community and getting to meet a lot of positive uh, people from all kind of walks of life and yeah. and started uh, to 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 be embedded in the fabric and the culture of the city yeah. where I could start to like you know be a be a true fan yeah. of the subjects and, and the community. Yeah. How do you feel about that? What you said earlier, because still to these day, like a lot of players still speak about how, you know, the racism that, you know, that they live in, like in Boston or through the Celtics. But at the same time, I know a lot of, you know, a lot of people, a lot of basketball fans who don't like the Celtics for that reason. But at the same time, I know also, you know, there's Bill Russell, you know, rising power and, you know, everything that he stands for with that franchise. And, you know, I know also a lot of brothers who do, you know, like yourself, conscious brothers who do support that franchise or that team. So do you feel like your parents had a point or like your people had a point as a youth to not rock with the Celtics? Or do you feel like at the end of the day, you ended up being a Celtics fan? So how how do you feel about that? Uh, that's a very good question. And and the reality of it is like this. It's like, um, I I don't put myself in this box where it's simply like, you know, the the um, Celtics fit into this mode of this this uh, systemized uh, situation where racism exists. This racism exists throughout the NBA. Racism exists throughout uh, sports. Racism exists throughout uh, our global uh, environment. And yeah, the situation is not the situation um, of, especially me being in the South now, Uh, and being around individuals who are outwardly um, uh, representing how they feel about you. Yeah. Uh, in, in Massachusetts, there's a lot of hidden textures of that, like where individuals don't look to, you know, really embrace how they feel. If, if they feel hatred toward individuals, they mask it in, mm. in liberalism mm. and, and certain in, in democracy and, and, and um, certain beliefs that they they quote unquote think are positive. Mm -hmm. Um so being in Massachusetts, like I'm I'm engulfed in uh like right before your face, like um individuals who are like this and being in Georgia um uh in front of individuals who are more outwardly expressive. Um right. so I don't I, I don't think I don't think the whole Boston Celtics thing is like you know uh important to be so caught up in I feel like, the way my 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 elders were and the individuals that came before them were either because I deal with it on a reality on a reality basis in my day-to-day mm -hmm. -day on a regular a regular basis and when like I get I get away to go mess with the sports and everything like that none of none of that truly like takes a precedent um I don't I don't put that on I don't put that onus on on Jason Tatum Sam Hauser or um, or Bill Russell or Tommy Heinsohn. 
Right. You know what I'm saying I put that onus on really like the culture and fabric of what we've like established in the you know in the environment we live in like real sure. real time you know mm-hmm. you being where you are right now and where you come from mm. and me being where I am and where I come from all this is contingent on like you know right. you know factors from uh, an embedded racist system for a long period of time mm-hmm. no doubt I hear that man I hear that. Talk to me a little bit about about hip hop, man. I like to know when um, what what do you get into first? Do you first start, you know, uh, rhyming, or do you first get into? Do you first know about you know the culture and everything, and then you get into the the element of MCing? How did it How did it happen for you? Well, I was a b boy first, you know. Okay. I, like I, I was a I was a break dancer, like um, cardboard out breaking the cardboard out <laughs> in, the, nice. in the yard, and like you know. Us, us just, you know, going around the city competing and, and, and just like, you know, really be a focus there. And um, I've always wanted, I've always been a dancer um, in, in that regard. Um, but the, the mic, the mic and the voice, a lot of that came from, um, it started like you know, like to say to say when it first happened was me watching Beat Street and and, and seeing Kumo D and the Christmas rap and, and that's that's kind of the situation. But like as I get older, I start to see and realize why it truly happened. There were a lot of things in my life traumatically that happened, like bullying from older cousins and stuff like that. But just things that we we just go through uh, yeah. naturally uh, in the course of life, but don't, don't make them acceptable. My my way of dealing with bullying or any any individual who was attacking my person was to utilize my voice, have a very powerful uh, uh, approach with my voice. And I started to realize that very early on that my voice was uh, capable of carrying itself and having weight and controlling kind of a room. So yeah. I utilized that as my way of expressing, you know, hurt anger, you know, whatever, whatever um, emotion I was going through, I, I found the ability to utilize my voice to, um, to convey and capture the moment. And, yeah. and so, yeah, it, yeah. It, it was, it was, it was those instances coupled with, you know, beats. Yeah, no doubt, man. And now that you mentioned that, I can hear that, man. When you listen, when, when, when someone listens to, to your music, man, I'm sure, at least I can definitely feel feel that, man. In your lyrics, like that's why, you know, I feel like you're such a a great MC, man. Is because there's an embodiment of, you know, I could feel your pain. I could tell that, you know, there's things that you live, that you go through, things that you love, you know, uh, and um and it comes out with with passion, and with technique. So that's what I that's how I feel like, you know, that's what makes you such a great MC, man. But you know no doubt but you know personally i heard i started i listened to the first album i heard of you man was straight no chaser straight no chaser was the first time i heard um you know some of your your work and then i went back afterwards i went back also and i and i checked out some of your earlier stuff but it was it was my dj man in cuba my dj shout out to him dj ale uh dj dj ale representer he um he always, you know, he always blows people people's heads off in Cuba, man, because he has some, he has some of the dopest shit that people don't even know about. 
the hidden gems. Yeah, so he put me on the U, man, a few years back. That was a long time ago. He put me on the U, and uh, and yeah, man. So I wanted to ask you, man, and then and obviously, you know, for those of you who don't know, make sure you, you check out the brother Rex over here. Uh, but like, like I said, like to me, you're. Uh, I can't think of like when I think of the great the great MCs, you know, I can't think of anybody that you couldn't, you know, rock with. And and, and 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 it'd be, you know, natural, you know. And uh I wanted to ask you, you know, this is for the for the MCs. Any what do you do to, to prepare? Like any techniques you have, or like me, like for example, me as an MC, there's a couple things I like to do. You know, for example, I like to, you know, recite my lyrics while I'm exercising sometimes. You know that helps me prepare things like that. You know I do things like like rhyme with with a pencil in my mouth and things like that in order to uh, to articulate. You know, but I'm I'm not much of a fast rhymer anyway. So, but but you, what what type of you know little techniques and things that you like to do in order to work on your craft that you like to share, man? Those are those are gems right there. I never I yeah. never heard the pencil in the mouth. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, technique that's fire, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's pretty real dope. dope. Hmm. Um, I don't, I, I don't really, uh, I can't say that I have any like specific techniques that I, that I utilize that are, um, kind of like outside of your, your normal tried and true methods. Um, you know, I just like repetition, repetition in terms of like, you know, reciting like a lot of, um, my bars has, has helped me to, like you say, articulate and, and, and focus on, you know, the way I, um, you know, pronounce, uh, and, and the biggest tool I have is my reading, you know, mm. uh, the, the getting to the books is, 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 and we can't be reciters. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I want individuals to know that, like, you know, when I say I read, I don't read from, you know, countless books and then just recite information. Uh, you know, I'm not a, a memorizer. I'm not a, um, a, like individual who, you know, just, uh, uh, intakes a, a bunch of information and just blurts it out mm. um what i do is i take out um you know a vegan plant-based eaters of course but um uh yeah. like my mom's always said like you know take the meat like the fleshy part and, and you know discard the bone uh nowadays we know that you don't discard any part but um <laughs> you know my, my mom's i said this because like you know you get to the you get to the food basically yeah, 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 yeah. And then you you discard the part that's like not as um uh important. And that's what I did with these books. And these books um are probably my greatest tool. And you know, I think that's where people are people are missing a lot. Like, you know, you can you can dive into a book and you you can get lost into new worlds and, and, and activate my body and soul in, in ways that mm. um only meditation and, and yoga are gonna get you. Word, word, man, no doubt. We're gonna get into that, man. I, I was gonna ask you a little bit about, but you kind of answered it. I was gonna ask you about if you, you know, if any other artistic elements of the culture that you were a part of, but like you said, you were a b boy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean. So, and uh, I produce it. I produce a bit. Okay. I just haven't. I just haven't put much out. Like you know, my my son is on his second album. My son is already. My son is bodying me. But wow. uh, yeah, he just he just released the um. Uh, Tape yesterday, uh, eyesight. Oh yeah, I think I saw. I think I saw something yeah. that you put on, on, beats, I, on IG. All Star yeah, Beats yeah. Volume One. He just released, so go okay. check him out. No, yep, yeah, no doubt, man. Make sure you check that out. We're gonna we could put all that down in the description after, Absolutely. so people can check it out, man. No doubt. Yeah. So 
listen, there's this one thing, man, that I, I usually, you know, I say that, you know, to me, I feel like basketball is a part of hip hop culture. You know what I'm saying? Or I feel like, you know, hip hop, I like to say that hip hop is the culture of basketball. Mm -hmm, you know what I'm saying? So like when people talk about, you know, basketball, the whole thing around everything around basketball, I feel like most of it has become, you know, things that have, you know, that are hip hop. So for example, like we know that, you know, street ball, you know, when, when hip hop started in the parks, street ball was around, you know what I'm saying? So, so, you know what I'm saying? Most of the, the, those parks, people were hooping and everything. So that, you know, it became part of the culture. And then the way, the, the way the game of basketball has grown over the years and it's become the second most popular sport in the world. I feel like if it wasn't for hip hop, I don't know if basketball would be this big globally. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it, it really is a part of the culture. I think I could agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you, how, how, what do you think about that, man? Absolutely agree. I mean, I couldn't say it better. Uh, I, I feel they go hand in hand, uh, you know, coming up, you know, it was, it was always um, uh, universally like accepted that like these kind of like parallel lines were like being paved yeah. uh, with hip hop and, and, uh, and uh, basketball. Uh, we're gonna align, but like you know, it's a, it's a, it's again about no matter where we're where we're coming from, mm -hmm. uh, these communities that we're in, uh, it's so it's so easy for us to gravitate towards these things. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like um, you know, if if you're attempting to uh, you know, get away from the streets mm -hmm. and, and you want to avoid um any any of the negative uh aspects of like you know slinging crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot. You know, Absolutely. like that 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 mind frame comes from you know what we what we are so pigeonholed to believe are our only options. Mm. You know, the the, the block uh, or, or or the court or you know the booth. Mm. You know, and so a lot of that is kind of interwoven into you know this tapestry sure. that we paint for ourselves. But like a lot, of, I I love that we're in a paradigm shift moment, but we're breaking out of it, mm. and you know. Uh, hip hop and, and basketball can only expand as we expand into other uh, mediums as well. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, for sure, man. Talk to me a little bit about um, you know your your spiritual man, your spiritual life. You know how you got into your spiritual life. You know health and wellness. You know the plant based lifestyle, all of that, man. Please, uh, because your 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 story is interesting, man. And when when we connected, we spoke a little bit, but. Please, I'd love for you to expand a little bit on that, man. So I've been uh, on uh, this powerful journey personally, like where I'm attempting to, you know, scale back all that I all that I was limited by. Uh, and I was limited by my ego and everything that I was attempting to, you know, use as validation in the world. And mm. so I'm so happy that like I'm so uh, limited in my techno technological savvy, right? That like you know, social media and all these things of that nature don't um, don't have the capability of um, uh, I, I don't have the capabilities to 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 orchestrate the mediums the way other individuals do, or to utilize them uh, for what other individuals want to utilize them for. Okay. And so my tendency, my tendency is to. <clears throat> is to revert, revert back to, you know, the self, you know, like I, I shut, I cut off all of that, all of that, 
methote, the the like the Toltec wisdom, the the methote, the cloud in the mind, and, and all that other stuff. And I really wanted to get away from all of this need for validation. That's why I talk about social media. It's really yeah, it's yeah. really about the validation. Oh, that, and yeah. I had to really recognize that like I was outwardly seeking validation. Uh, and this comes from traumatic youth, again, going back to, you know, me utilizing my voice as a way of expressing how I'm feeling hurt or anger or love or passion for anything. Right. Yeah. Um, that's why I reverted to the microphone. But yeah. now uh, I, I recognize that uh, I can utilize that platform, but at the same time to heal myself, to become better and recognize who I am personally, I needed to go back home. I had to remember who I am, you know? So like- Look, I look, lost, look within, yeah, you had to look yeah, within. Yeah, I lost yeah. all that because I was looking for understanding when it was overstanding, understanding that was missing. No doubt. So like, exactly like you said, looking within. So. Uh, it's not really, I, I do have a, a preference or, and choice of, of what I study most and it's Shittat Nate and Kinetic Spirituality, but I read from a plethora of books, you know, uh, I've, got, I've been online, you know, now, um, you know, reading to the people and, and, and using using my voice as an opportunity, my voice and my, my uh, platform to speak to people about the importance of reading and getting into uh, connecting with, with self. And, and right. if the Bible works for you, cool. If the Quran works for you, the Torah, if these books work for you, fine. Mm. Um, these are not my preferred methods, but I will mm. absolutely indulge individuals in the, in the space where they're at. So mm. we can have a, a, a conscious dialogue that doesn't come from, you know, warring about belief systems, no which doubt. is not very important. The war is within, like you said, the inner. That's where I am with it, beloved, and I'm I'm just constantly I'm I'm constantly being a student and and learning. Uh, Absolutely, just real quickly, the Queen and I, when we're done, we're mm -hmm. about to travel to um, Tennessee. Uh, we're actually meeting with Sad Guru. Okay. Uh, we're doing uh, Sad Guru is 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 one of the the premier. Uh, spokesman for the people, uh, a guru uh, out of India uh -huh. who um, is on this Save the Soil campaign wow. uh, going around the world. He drove, he, he drove his motorcycle from, uh, I believe, uh, I don't know how the connection works, but England to, to India. Okay. And uh, he he traveled uh, communicating with all kinds of people. He, he just did an interview with Mike Tyson and all these other individuals that like, you know, are all different walks of life. You know, they had him on Hot 97. He's like he but he's he's one of the one of the beacons of light in the right. spiritual realm that we have existing. One of our elders, like not in spirit, who's who's here vibrant right now with us physically. Right. Uh, and we're going to have the opportunity to have dinner with him and, 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 and you know, li listen and learn from him. And, and all know. this, all this is a blessing based upon like where the path is taken. Mm -hmm. you know? No doubt, so man. It's, I hear it's, it's, it's powerful. I hear that, man. Do you know, do you know Muji, man? You ever heard of Muji? I've heard of Muji. I don't know Muji. Yeah. Man, my, my oldest, my, my, my older brother, man, rising power, man. Unfortunately, I lost him not too long ago, man. He was, a uh, he would he he used to listen to Muji a lot. He's the one that put me on. And then, you know, um, right before he passed away, man, it's crazy. He met Muji, man. He didn't mean to meet him, though. 
Like they just kind of met each other at a beach somewhere in Portugal, man. It was crazy. Wow. Like a wow. really dope story. Like it was meant to be, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And then um, and then my 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 brother passed away. And then um when he passed away, um, his wife reached out to Muji, man, and Muji um did a whole little speech about my brother and everything and how like he felt like they were connected and all that. It was really dope, man. That's you know beautiful. I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. Beautiful. It was really dope, man. So but anyway, man, um, um, to get back to what you were saying a little bit, man, the, um, the reading part of it, man, it's interesting because, you know, part of what we do here at Vital Hoops is also that, man, I feel like, you know, you know, this also connects to what you were saying before, you know, um, social media and all that. I feel like a lot of people, uh, unfortunately today are, are misinformed. You know, there's all this information coming at us. You know what I'm saying? There's an overload of information and people are usually getting their knowledge from like short clips on, on Instagram or something like that. And that's where they get the knowledge from. And I feel like, you know, it's so important for us to get back to reading books, you know what I mean? And, and getting, and, and doing the knowledge, like we say, you know what I mean? And yes, getting, yes. get into something deeper and same thing with meditation and looking within, because sometimes our answers, a lot of the times are within us, you know what I'm saying? In connection with our ancestors and, and all of that, man. But, yeah. but, um, but, re but like on my latest podcast, I meant to show you, man, on my latest podcast, uh, cause we do book rec recommendations here, man. So sure, sure. Um, on my la latest one, um, it was featuring, uh, Damien McSwine. I don't know if you heard of him. Wellness mogul. He goes by wellness mogul on IG. Mm -hmm. he, this brother's like a, a wellness, you know, he's like a wellness expert, man. He's really dope. He's always got, you know, speaks on, you know, uh, everything wellness and um okay. so, so i had this book over here man i'm sure you, you oh, of course yeah absolutely man. so that's so that's the one i i recommended on the latest episode man so for those of you who haven't checked you it out you just made me very happy beloved like a lot of people ain't on on to uh beloved oh beloved, man Dr. Martha Ashby. no doubt and, man and, and yeah, that's, that's, that's the school. That's the school I'm in. Uh, yeah, I know. I know, man. That's why, that's why I meant to tell you. Yo. So this yeah. died, man, when I, when I got this book, man, I started, I got into it and uh, it's a really good one. So for those of you check out comedic diet and definitely check out um, episode 15 of the vital hoops podcast. Ooh, check out Dr. Martha Ashby, African origins, check out uh, the Pertim Haru, like obviously yes. the comedic diet, um, Yes, so many uh the glorious light meditation. He has uh he has a plethora of them. Yeah. And and uh I would say you you ask me for recommendations. I, I just I say authors like I like shake out to the open and, and sure. so many others, yeah. All right, man. So we almost we almost winding down. Okay, I, want, I wanted to ask you, man, I wanted to ask you about you know generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to ask you about that because, you know, I feel like it's a topic that, you know, that's kind of relevant these days that a lot of people are kind of uh, talking about. But I feel like, you know, it's it's interesting and like, you know, there's a lot of generational wealth, you know, that has been created through a, through oppression. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it that has been created Absolutely. through oppression, you know, through through all that, I've, that our people have, have gone through. You know what I'm saying? So... I feel like, um, well, I want to, I want to, I want to hear what you have to say about it, and then, 
I'll we can wrap a little bit before before we end it with with a couple last topics, man. But yeah, please, man, please. So um, my view is this: um, uh, first and foremost, we're all um, pretty pretty aware, or we uh, uh, in, in in passing, or we're aware it, um, being victims of you know individuals who have exploited um black and brown folk for uh land and opportunity and uh just through uh, uh colonialism and, and mm -hmm. annexing lands and uh taking taking over whole environments and minerals yeah. uh for the for the betterment of of their progeny their their um their legacy oh, duh. Um, for a long period of time, uh, I was so, you know, caught up in, in the concept of, you know, what they're doing on the outskirts of what I'm doing myself. Mm. Uh, and I am absolutely always, uh, visors always open and, and aware of what's going on in my environment. Uh, the movements that are, uh, shaking the, shaking the world as we speak, uh, what England's up to, what Switzerland's up to what the United States is up to, what France is up to, right? Yeah, we gotta be. Um, I'm always aware, um, but what part, the part that I wasn't taking uh, into account and focusing on is my personal approach to what I'm doing with my finances, my um, economic well-being that will stabilize uh, a position for those who come after me and those who come after them. Mm because I was so uh, busy fighting the good fight uh, right. with my voice and, um, you know, reaching out to people who are like me, who, you know, when we have conversations, we want to, you know, point fingers at those who are responsible for what is going on in our personal life. Hmm. My focus now is, has moved beyond that. And, you know, I'm very, I'm very specific about my investments. I'm very specific about uh, the way the wife and I, the the, uh, the queen and I, the way we're thinking is is about those uh, gaps that we've created for ourselves, okay. and how do we how do we put ourselves in a position that you know, 20 years from now, when you know, our children look at our trust when they look at our investments, they can utilize those to better their position for their children, mm -hmm. their children's children. Mm -hmm. So we're focused on land. We're focused on, uh, I actually have a company called Wins Local where we uh, talk about finance. And this is where we give it back and we're active talking to the community. Mm -hmm. uh, we work with nonprofits to speak about value investing specifically. Uh, and and uh, telling individuals because of social media and everything that goes on in real time, uh, you have crypto, you have NFTs and Forex, all this stuff being sold to you in real time. And, and, and individuals are quick to jump at opportunities that are very high risk mm. and high reward. Many times it's not really high reward either. It's, it's just high risk. And okay. so um, I've delved into books and I can, you know, I can... Uh, I can put a book list together uh, for individuals who want to like delve into the books that I've read that have to do with finance because I'm self-taught in the market right. and I'm, I'm an active, I'm, I'm, not, I'm an investor, not an active investor. I'm a value investor. Okay. So I'm talking about 
creating wealth by long-term investments through dividends and, and exchange-traded funds and, and the, the conversation that we are never taught in school, but we need to know. And we need to know how individuals become extremely wealthy and they maintain their wealth uh, for generations, not just land, but other, other mechanisms that are used. And, and that's very important. And so for yeah. generational wealth, my main conversation is, is to get out, get out of the, the room where I'm placing blame on other individuals because that conversation is a reality and we know that's a reality, but that doesn't change the fact that we have to put ourselves in position. No They're not going to they help us. <laughs> Right. And, and, right. And, and we're sitting there waiting for our 40 acres and a mule. And, mm. and the reality is, is it's not coming. Mm -mm -mm. No doubt, man. I hear that, man. Listen, when you say, when you, when you speak about land, first of all, I think that's extremely important. Um, I also think that part of that generational wealth, you know, has to be, like you said, you, you got the knowledge and I feel like we need to pass on the knowledge to our seeds, the knowledge on, on how to do these things. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people are so, so caught up in the, in the money, just in the money, you know what I mean? The money aspect. But if we, but if we don't teach uh, our children what to do with it, you know what I'm saying? Or how to, whatever we leave behind, how do you, how to utilize the land, for example, you know what I'm saying? How to grow your food or how to, you know, how to make these things happen. Then, you know, the money's going to go quick, man. And then what? The money's just paper. If tomorrow they say it's worth less, it's going to be worth less. You know what I'm saying? But what what are what the tools we leave our seeds with? I feel like that's a huge part. That's really important. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. No doubt, man. So listen, man, I could rap. We could rap forever, man. But I like to do this this thing. Like I said, you know, we like to do this book recommendation thing, man. Mm -hmm, yeah. So, uh, so, so please, man, go ahead. And I'm going to have all this info down in the descriptions for everybody to be able to, to, to check out what, what you recommend over here, man. So please. Okay. So uh, I'm, I'm going to, can I, you, you want me to recommend one book? You, you can do a couple if you want, if you like, you can yeah, do let me just, yeah. let me, yeah, let me do a few because like, you know, we've yeah. touched on some, <clears throat> some very topics and yeah. I think it's important to like, you know, dive into a few of them. For sure. Uh, Go ahead, one, man. one I would say, um, one great one that I think um, for individuals focused on finance, mm -hmm. uh, one great one would be uh, it's uh, called Principles by Ray Dalio. Okay. Um, I think that's important because it's 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 easy to read and navigate, but at the same time it offers and and it kind of would fall into the self help, even though like I'm not big on self help books, but it, it, it kind of would fit into that mode, even though it's a finance book, because mm -hmm. it, it gives you his his life and work principles that he's utilized to become a successful uh, hedge fund manager. That makes uh, sense. And so I think that that's a valuable one. And then when it comes to uh, when it comes to my spirituality, which is a one day one. Um, uh, anything by Dr. Muwata Ashby, like I, I would say, go to um, start off with um, uh, things that have to do, deal with the Pert um, uh what is mistakenly referred to as the, the Egyptian Book of the Dead uh, okay. or the Book of Coming Into Light or, or the Book of Coming Forth by Day. Uh, I think that's imperative to have uh, as a guide post. Okay. Um, and then uh, uh, 
one one more that I think I would like to mention is is the the hidden messages in water uh, is is a great book. I need um, to check that out, man. I, I study I study the elements consistently. Um, you know, we focus and we practice and we work with the elements. We deal with the sun, moon, and the stars. Um, water's value uh, is lost on a lot of individuals, and um, the hidden just without giving it away, the hidden messages uh, in water is a book that you know. Uh, this author used um, these experiments with water to see uh, after 30 days, what would happen, what kind of crystals would form in, okay. in water if you spoke positive to one and then negative oh, okay. to another. Okay. So yeah. it's a very powerful experiment. Okay. You can see the documentary on Gaia uh, mm. as well, but um, the book is a very easy read and a very powerful read. So uh, okay. I would say the hidden messages of water. Dope. Oh man, no doubt. I appreciate that, man. So listen, brother, before you go, man, please, I'd love I'd love to let you have the floor, man. And you know, a couple of things. First of all, let the people know where they can check you out, um, where they can listen to your music, you know what I'm saying? Where they can, you know, check you out maybe on, on social media, even though you're not too active. But I know, you know, they can still see some good things. They can see they they could check out some of your videos. Um and also anything that you got going on, any recent projects that you got going on that people can either support or check out, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it doesn't have to be artistic, whatever you're you're putting your hands into, man. So, and then please, if you have any last words for for the listeners of the Vital Hoops podcast, man, go ahead, my brother. First, I'd like to say thank you for taking the time with me and uh, appreciate what you're doing for the people. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. You. Your energy is powerful. And uh, I want nothing but blessings for the platform, first and foremost. So thank, thank you for, you, for that. Um, as far as um, the stuff that goes with me personally, uh, you just look up R-E-K-S. IG is where I kind of am the most active and I'm not really active there. But um, I would say um, go to, yeah, go to my IG, Rex Hip Hop, R-E-K-S Hip Hop. Um, and, uh, you know, Twitter is the real Rex um, um, outside of that, it's not much more um, contact you're going to get. Um, but I do have a young king, my son, who was on my album, Gray Hairs. He was the, the baby voice on that on that album. And he's he's now making his own projects now. Uh, he goes by the name Eyesight. Uh, it's uh, at Eyesight Vision. So I-S-I-G-H-T-V-Z-N. Um, he's a blogger and he's a and he's a producer and an MC. Yeah, he's released uh, two instrumental tapes now. Uh, the oh, new no. one just dropped yesterday called uh, All Star um, All Star Beat Tape Volume One. And uh, my wife is a is a spoken word artist. She's uh, got a valuable, very very valuable voice for the people in general, but sisters very specifically. And uh, she goes by Queen Philosophical, so please follow her, Queen uh, P H uh, I uh, L O S O uh, Philosophical. Uh, P H I. You you got philosophical. P H I L O S O P H I C A L. That was sure. 
I'm gonna uh, we, we're gonna put it down in the description, man. So people yeah, so make sure, down make sure like people gonna look at the look at the video and be like, how many times did he spell it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Which is beautiful. I, I'm good. I'm good to like learn on the job. It's so yeah, love. Queen Philosophical, and um, she has a she has a spoken word project coming out uh in a few weeks as well. Uh, Fair so uh, stay tuned for that. Um, excited about it and yeah. um, just thankful, thankful. So no you can you can follow me by following the village. Absolutely. Word up, word up, man. Make sure y'all do that. You know what I mean? Vital Hoops is about, you know, these great, you know, great people and great artists, you know, independent that do it for us, really do it for us, for the people, for the culture. And man, Rex, my brother, yo, thanks a lot, man. Like I said, man, it's dope to have you on the show. And listen, I would love to have you back on, you know what I mean? Because we still need to, we need to rap, man. We need to get on some of these subjects and dissect them a little bit. You know what I anytime, mean? Uh, anytime and I'm with it, I'm thankful uh, that you took the time with me. Um, you say you say the word and I'm, I'm ready to get to it. That'd be Absolutely. dope. I appreciate it, man. Yo, have a have a great time, man, with, with, the, with the queen. You know, everything positive, my brother. We got to let's keep let's keep growing and keep building, man. Thankful, beloved. Let's definitely build. We have plenty to build. I like to say Uncle Justin Neb, which is life, vitality, and health uh, to all. Appreciate <laughs> you, my brother. To say. No doubt. Peace. Peace. Yes, episode 16 is in the books. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Once again, big up, much respect, many thanks to the brother Rex. For, for blessing the Vital Hoops podcast with his presence and um, dropping knowledge. Listen, please support us. You know what I mean? This is the people's podcast. Uh, we need your support. We have no, comp no, no corporate support, no corporate sponsors. You know what I mean? So please like, share, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share with your friends, with your enemies. You know what I mean? And um, as always... We're on uh, Instagram at Vital Hoops Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook, Vital Hoops. And we are on Twitter at Vital Hoops Pod. You can always write us an email, vitalhoopspodcast at gmail.com with thoughts, with questions, suggestions, and all of that. Um, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And uh, we hope you continue rocking with us. Vital Hoops, we're going to keep doing it for the culture. We out. Peace.